Oh. 
with me, President Pete.
I'm no spring chicken, but I'm not an old lady. I know the names of all the members of Odd Future, but I didn't have the internet in college. I can party like a 20-year-old, but it takes me almost a week to recover. Sometimes I'm a tired mother taking her kids to the park, and other times I'm a petulant teenager giving the finger to a speeding FedEx truck. I idle right in the middle. I don't know when middle age starts exactly. According to my current edition of the Oxford English Dictionary, middle age is the period of life between young adulthood and old age, now usually regarded as between about 45 and 60. Sixty? Nice try, Oxford. I think middle age begins once you start looking forward to eating dinner before 6.30 or when you call the cops on your next door neighbors when they have a party.
You worry about a thing, Rahima, do you right? I'm a men's prep, <laughs> a women's pet. There ain't a thing in the world that I can't get. It's the history books or the pictures show. It's the golden voice on your radio. I'm the rapper, never picture for society, go. I'm playing the role, they call me Keep Creole. And I'm the, the Romeo of the nasty show. All the ladies in the place, to my house we go. Freaking in the desert just to make your move, cause I'm cowboy and I got the groove. It's DJ Flash, cut so mean, and he's wanna know your.
or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Hey, fellas, what y'all got there? Oh, man, y'all messing with the king. What king, man? It's drugs, from boy. Hot power drugs. Oh, so that's what you call it. Yeah, baby, yeah. I don't care what you call it. It's still the king. Man, king who? King heroin, brother. King hell.
Sorry, okay, but can I say something? Look, I admit I wasn't perfect. No one is perfect. That's a fact. Speaking of facts, don't you think we all need to take a minute and decide who is right and who is wrong? Every side is different. It's just that my side seems more right. I'm not just saying that because it's my side. I think a lot of other people would agree with me if given the chance. If I upset you in some way, please know that wasn't my intention. I didn't know how sensitive you were. It's obvious I can set you off very easily. That's not an insult. It's just an observation.
I think it would help if we talked about this more and argued about who is telling the truth. I would like to see you in person and tell you how the situation has affected me. I may use this opportunity to bring up other times you have hurt me in the past. If possible, I would like to hurt you back. Either way, I want to be in control. Until then, never telling you what I do, but where you at, you're neither here nor there. I swear I can't find you anywhere. Damn sure ain't in my closet or under my rug. This love search is really making me bug. And if you know who you are, why don't you make yourself seen? Take a chance with my love and you'll find out what I mean. Fantasies can run, but they can't hide. And when I find you, I'ma pour all my love inside. I need love.
It's all right. I want you to help me sing this song. I'm not going to ask you to know it. I know you know it. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, you sure know it. When the revolution comes. Black when the revolution yeah. I am a black rib. No. When the revolution I am the thought of all things. Black thinking the revolution comes. For something to come When through. the revolution comes, souls will probably catch it on TV with chicken, chicken hanging from our mouths. You'll know it's the revolution because there won't be no commercial. When the revolution comes. When the revolution comes. Preacher Pentagon split the scene with the communion wine. Baggage won't be so funny then, and all the junkies will put their nod and wake up when the revolution comes. When the revolution comes, transit cops will be crushed by the trains after losing their guns, and blood will run through the streets of Harlem, drowning anything without substance when the revolution comes. When the revolution comes. When the revolution comes. Revolution comes. I hope curly white teeth fall the mouths that speak of revolution without reference. The cause of revolution is 
under the influence of one drug. Television, the drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. TV, its satellite links are United States of unconsciousness. Apathetic, therapeutic, and extremely addictive. The methadone metronome, pumping out 150 channels 24 hours a day. You can flip through all of them, and still there's nothing worth watching. TV is a reason why less than 10% of our nation reads books daily. Why most people think Central America means Kansas. Socialism means un-American, and apartheid is the new headache remedy. Absorbed in this world, it's so hard to find us. It shapes our minds the most. Maybe the mother of our nation should remind us that we're sitting too close to the television, the drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. TV is a stomping ground for political candidates, where bears in the woods are chased by Grecian forms and bald eagles. is mechanized politics, remote control over the masses, co-sponsored by environmentally safe gases. Watch for the PBS special. It's a perpetuation of the two-party system, where image takes precedence over wisdom, where sound by politics are served to the fast food culture, where straight teeth in your mouth are more important than the words that come out of it. Race baiting is the way to get selected Willie Horton or will he not get elected on television? The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. On the screen is an address where you can mail your tithe offering or gift of love. Okay, got the idea? All right, now let's concentrate. 
actor or the director? Does it imitate us or do we imitate it? Because a child watches 1,500 murders before he's 12 years old. And then we wonder why we created a Jason generation that learned to laugh rather than abhor the whore. is a place where armchair generals and quarterbacks can experience firsthand the excitement of video warfare as the theme song is sung in the background. Sugar-sweet sitcoms that leave us with a bad actor taste, while pop stars metamorphosize into soda pop stars. You saw the video, you heard the soundtrack, well, now go buy the soft drink. Well, the only cola that I support would be a union COLA cost of living allowance on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation on television. The drug of the nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. between heavy-breasted beer and car commercials. CNN, ESPN, ABC, BCB, TNT, but mostly BS. We're oxymoronic language, like virtually spotless, fresh, frozen, light, yet filling, and military intelligence have become standard. TV is a place where phrases are redefined like recession to necessary downturn, crude oil on a beach to moose, civilian death to collateral damages, and being killed by your own army is now called friendly fire. TV is a place where the pursuit of happiness has become the pursuit of trivia, where toothpaste and cars have become sex objects, where imagination is sucked out of children by a cathode ray nipple. TV is the only wet nurse that would create a cripple. Television, the drug of a nation. Reading ignorance, feeding child of the universe is swept up in the fierce drive of sexual encounters orgasmic explosions 
song is going out to all the night people. Thanks for listening. Look at each other.
tracks. Call me Eve, rolling villain, BJ's got the sack. Unknown's a giant, Natsy's talking dough. Bebop's the pimp, my old freak's a hoe. The batting ram's rolling, rocks to the thing. Life has no meaning, and money is king. Then he looked at me slowly, and Hen had the grin, said, Man, you out early, we thought you got in. Opened up his face, kicked me down with cold cash. Knew I would get busy, he didn't waste time to ask.
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. I think you skipped an initial. What is the name of our show? L. That's let's or let us. And let us is very important because uh, it it adds to your sandwich. It is not important. It's not so. It adds Christmas. Anyway, so it adds Christmas and Christmas to your sandwich. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. I want to be the first this year to wish you a Merry Christmas. (laughs) Oh, at the bottom of my lunchbox. (laughs) Anyway, weren't we starting a podcast about a movie thing or something? Hi, Carl. We are right now streaming first on MutinyRadio.fm, as we do every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Big shout-out to Mutiny Radio which you can contribute to them by donating money. Go to mutinyradio.fm, check out their lineup, check out how their live streaming radio works, radio, and then get yourself uh, to donate. Hit the donate button or go to Venmo and donate at Mutiny Radio. They have a great lineup, great lineup today. Make Sunday a day listening to Mutiny Radio, or you can subscribe to our podcast by the correct acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Lettuce, watch a uh, flum uh, on YouTube. And also, we're on, uh, we have a YouTube channel as well. This is all video as well. So you can just subscribe to the YouTube podcast at LWAFLMOYT. We're going to watch a full length movie we found on YouTube, stuff that I read about and I can't find. And uh, Carl's actually mastermind behind the show. You heard his theme song up front. He has a celebrity comedian uh, interview coming up, and he also found the movie, uh, researched this movie, watched it several times, and he I've never seen it. He's going to go ahead, and we're going to all watch this movie together. Carl, what is the movie this week? Uh, today, we will watch White Coats 2004. That is what you put in the YouTube search engine, White Coats 2004. Now, Mike, unfortunately, the channel we like, Film Rise, there uh-huh. will be an ad. There will be one single ad, and it's not at the beginning. It's real inconvenient for our audience. So when the ad comes, 
Let's not hit the skip button. Let's. Or am I okay, wrong you... about that? People might get different ads. So. So that's the thing. So one thing right now, and I just did it myself for Film Rise, is there's going to be an ad up front. We're going to have a celebrity comedian come on next that Carlos is going to interview. Wait, really Mike, interesting. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Lots of times the ad comes up very first thing, but in this, it, every time I watched it, it came up a little bit into it. So it's okay. kind of sucky for the audience. So what we're going to do when the ad plays, we're all going to do a countdown to hit the skip button together. Okay, so fair enough. We're giving you a double ad warning. Carl just mentioned during the duration of this film, Film Rise is going to pop up an ad. We are going to, uh, when we get it, we're just going to skip ad together and hopefully we'll all sync up. This is the best we can do. Uh, sometimes they put ads in the middle. I want to mention also that there's an ad up front, two of them. So okay. during the interview, uh, go ahead, listen, but you know, on your YouTube, play the two ads and then hit pause and then move it to zero, zero. So we want you to find White Coats 2004. This is on the Film Rise movie ch uh, channel, channel yeah. which by the way, they have their own app. You can stream it as well, Film Rise oh. Movies. Yeah, and uh, play, the, Film. play the double ads and then finally hit pause, move it to zero, zero. While we all do that, I'm really interested. I haven't heard it yet. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Com Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Anthony Crescenza. Welcome, hey. How's everything going, Carl? Everything's going great, and I'm very glad that you're on. And really, it's extremely overdue. You're one of my first friends in comedy. I think we got to know each other like 2017, right? Yeah. I, I met you before you even started at the club. Yeah, I, I went to the open mics, and you were hosting them rather than Gene at the time. And I got to know you. You booked me on some stuff. Um, that went away. We'll talk about that. But what I want to do... I don't think do... that had anything to do with you. Just the stuff went away. The stuff well, that well, you're Islands of Spirits right up here by my house. And there was... Well, I don't know. We could talk about it. But oh, there was yeah, yeah. Islands of Spirits. We stopped doing We stopped doing shows over there. I they might want to start doing it again at some point in the near future. I'll let you know if that happens. That sounds great. No, but there were, you booked me at a lot of places. I just brought up one of them. Okay. Okay, now, I want to get down and dirty. I want to do some rumor and shit talking right now. You just listen to this podcast. Now, tell the honest truth. Come on, let it out. Why did you give up on Scotty's? Come on, let's hear the dirt. Oh, okay. No problem at all. Your audio went bleep for a second, so I just looked very confused because of that. That's fine. Um, yeah, I have no problems talking about this. I've talked about it before. All right, so the real reason I left Scotty's was I felt undervalued. That's really all it was, as far as I understood, at least. That was the okay. thing. Um, I had an opportunity to make my own club. I'd, I'd been there for, what, like eight years? Right. And I had already managed uh, – broad. I, I was – I had already managed Broadway Comedy Club a little bit, uh, New York Comedy Club, uh, with the old owners, not Empire. And uh, and then we opened up the pulpit in the Bronx. I came back to Scotty's, and they just uh, they were undervaluing me as far as I was concerned. And so when this opportunity showed up, I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I want to run my own club? Like, be the owner of the club. And I'm like, yeah, done. And then I, I informed Gene. 
before mm -hmm. it happened. I wasn't going to be secretive or a jerk. I knew he'd find out. Ironically, second week I had that place open, he booked me for a spot. <laughs> oh, so man. I, I wound up working uh, over at Scotty's when I owned Devil's Den. It wasn't like, I was just like, absolutely not. I will never. I was just like, you know, I, I felt that I was, uh, I was shortchanging myself. You, you turned him down that for that booking, you're saying. You didn't come back to Scotty's. Yes, I did. Oh, you did. Okay. You I did. did. I had uh, I had one I had one MC spot out of a weekend and I just went, Yeah, this is definitely you know what, I'm gonna do this, but this isn't working for me. Okay. Yeah, and but, but under as far as I mean they're still they're still running and uh, my place in Newark currently isn't. So <laughs> I mean, we're looking for a new spot, but, you know, it still worked out in my favor. Yeah, well, that's the ups and downs of being a producer, and I was going to get to that with you. But the thing is, back in the day, pre-pandemic, we had you, Hollywood, Demetrio, myself, and wasn't there a fifth? Or was it just um, okay, the four? So, so it was, um, all right, when I came in originally, right. it was... Uh, Jason, Doug, Rob and Apple. Rob. Right, right. And then, and then when uh, I only came in because Doug wanted to go, and then it wound up being uh, Kevin. Kevin Hall came in, and then Hollywood came in, and then I think Kevin left, and you came in his place. No, it was and, I replaced uh, Rob Apple. Oh, okay. Because there was a scandal with Rob, like he's playing a club down the street or something, and Gene was yeah. kicking him out, and 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 Hollywood recommended me, and Hollywood doesn't even remember that he recommended me, and that was oh my yeah, opinion. I know for fact he recommended you because he asked me about it. Uh huh. He's like, "How do you feel about Carl?" I was like, "He's in his first year. This is the perfect thing." And he's like, "He goes really because he's in his first year. That's what you're saying." I go. Honestly, no one should manage the club for more than a year. I'm like, I've been here too long. He's like, right, right. Yeah, but yeah. you should stay. And I was like, no, no, no. And it's no offense to them. I just, I, this is my personal opinion on uh, management, and everybody tells me I'm wrong, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like your your first year do a guest spot, your second year either manage your MC, and then your third do the opposite. And then your fourth year, you should be moved up to that feature. And then mm -hmm. if you're not ready to headline that club in like five years, it's not going to have the business. It's just that ain't, that ain't the club for you. You should you right. have at least yeah. within five years, you should be at least one uh, one time a year doing minimum 45 minutes. Now, I wanted to move on to you becoming a comedy producer. Uh, yeah. That is really a forte of yours, you know, and and uh, you get the opportunities. You have no problem knocking on doors, making phone calls, going to places and making a deal and producing comedy shows. So, like, not how did you fall into that, because I think you're just a can-do, get-it-done guy. But why did you decide to be a comedy producer? Uh, okay, so... Two things. A lot of people think that I'm producing a lot more than I am. I work for a lot of people. Uh, actually, by far, at this point, most of my gigs are not under Devil's Den Comedy Club, and they're not under Anthony Crescenzo. They're just I'm picking up gigs. 
Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I'm putting in. That's really what it is. I'm always putting in for something. Uh, but what got me into doing production was uh, I thought a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to get myself into places that I couldn't necessarily get uh, right. just by asking. So, I'd, you know, I would find a place and nobody else was doing like like a, a place that was just doing uh, karaoke or bing, uh, bingo or trivia or whatever it was. Right. Uh, sometimes I'll do churches. It doesn't really matter to me because my whole idea is I want to get in. And if I can get my friends in with me, then I get to have a good time on the way there, on the way back, you know, while I'm working. It's a fun, it's a fun opportunity. And mm-hmm. making a few bucks always helps. Uh, but that's <laughs> and also you you want to you want to be uh, you want to be the face of your own product. So a lot of it was just like my face on the posters, but not all the posters. A lot of them. It would just say comedy, it wouldn't say, or it would say Devil's End Comedy Club, it, or pulpit. It wouldn't say Anthony Crescenzo. It wouldn't have my face. Well, there was it. a time when my little spirits didn't have my face. It had right. my name. I wasn't even the one that put together the poster. Yeah, sometimes you are the brand, but that is not consistent. And I think you're more interested in the show. Um, you know, getting people to come out to the show. Okay, so tell me, Anthony Crescenza, how can people find you out there on social media, on a website, or the production company, Devil's Den? How do people see what you're up to out there on the internet? Yeah, the easiest way is- Online. Sorry, one more time. I will edit this. Go ahead and tell me, how can people find you out there on the internet? Okay. Uh, the easiest ways are for Devil's Den Comedy Club. Go to devilsdencomedyclub.com or go to the Facebook for Devil's Den or the Instagram for Devil's Den. Um, those are the best ways to find out about Devil's Den Productions. Now, when it comes to Anthony Crescenzo, it's anthonycrescenzo.com, but you'd also be able to find out through uh, Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook, and then the event rights are always going. And if you go to Anthony, uh, Anthony Crescenzo, Comedian or AP Crescenzo, I think is what it is. We uh-huh. just released the uh, the special uh, <laughs> ping pong just came out on YouTube today. Uh, ping pong. Yeah, that was at the Devil's End Comedy Club in Newark. It's actually it's it's already streaming and it's doing pretty well. I went to go look at the analytics about an hour ago. Okay, now ping pong is on your YouTube channel and pinball. What is the... Pinball. Not ping pong, pin. No, and I actually say ping pong by accident during the special. Oh, all right. Okay, so it's pinball. And what is your YouTube channel? (laughs) What is your YouTube channel? Uh, I believe it's AP Crescenzo. I'll make 100% sure. Is that your middle initial P? Yeah. Crescenzo. Uh, I'll tell you right now exactly what it is. Good. Because people gotta know. I know. I'm also gonna send you a link to the special and the trailer for it. You just ping pong that right over to me. Yeah. Let me see exactly what it is. This way, I'm not screwing it up. It is. It's AP Crescenzo. AP Crescenzo. Okay, that's the YouTube. Okay, great. Now. Anthony Crescenzo. Everybody at home is poised to watch this film at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So everyone at home has got to press play at the exact 
same time as we do here in the studio. And that's what you're here for, Anthony Crescenzo. So why don't you go ahead and give us that celebrity comedian countdown? This is Anthony Crescenzo. Put your watching movie hat on right now. We're watching this movie in three, two, one. Press. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian Countdown. It's 2006. I said this movie was 2004. Right, 2004. DVA films. Oh, it says 2006. It's probably because the DVD was released in the United States. Okay. This is a foreign film? This is a Canadian film. Now, you know we see lots of movies in which they filmed in Canada because it was cheaper. Not this film. This film is Canadian, funded by the Canadian government. Every actor in here is going to be Canadian. Well, that's good. I mean, there's a lot of very funny comedians. So Jim Carrey's going to be on this? Can't wait. (laughs) Well, actually, Jim Carrey's not going to be on it, but um, a a guy who we watch in many films that people accuse of being um, like Jim Carrey is going to be on it. It's David Dave. Brewer, who who we know as Max Headroom, lots Matt of people, Brewer. yeah, well, Matt Matt Brewer, yeah. lots of people say that he's very much like Jim Carrey. I don't know. I think they're right, but well, he didn't copy Jim Carrey. He was just always like that as a comedic actor. One of the reasons why this movie pulled me is two reasons. Right now, Dave Thomas is on the screen. He right. uh, is, of course, one of the McKenzie brothers, SCTV. Grace Under Fire, and he directed this movie, one of his rare movie directs. Yep. And also, Matt Fewer, who you love, because we've seen him in, like, Speed Zone. Yes. And uh, another film. National Lampoon's Senior Trip. Senior Trip. And another woman in here is in Senior Trip. Right. And, and it wasn't he the farmer? There was um another National Lampoon movie, like Going the Distance, I think it was called. That's right. That was Canadian too. Farmer in it, yeah. Yeah. All right. So with Dan Aykroyd, Canadian. That's one of them, right? Yes, absolutely. No, everyone you're seeing right now on this screen—they're all Canadian. She is Canadian. He is Canadian. Weird. So I'm glad I have subtitles up so I can understand this. He's a Canuck and she's a Kudchik. Dave Foley. Canadian. Yes. Is Dave Foley good in this movie or is he embarrassing? We saw him in Postal. That's the only reason why I'm asking. He's good in this film. He's good in this film. Okay, turn it up for a minute because you get a funny joke. She... Because he gets the diagnosis and walks Here it is. Very good, Miss Towers, moving on. Oh, yes. Isn't anybody going to pressure test my whatever? All right, burn victim, second degree. That was the joke. I need a. Carl, I hate. Uh, someone said something insulting to the guy. I'm kidding. It was a burn victim. He didn't have a response. Uh, I'm not following you, Mike, but. I want you to know this movie is very bad and it's very unfunny. And every now and again, I'll tell you to turn up the sound because a funny thing's coming. It's going to give the audience impression this is a good movie. It is not. There are so many unfunny bits. 
I think Ian Thomas, who did the music, is Dave Thomas's brother because I know that his brother was involved. I don't remember if it was Ian, but he was a musician. Is a musician. Way to get work, right? Well, no, you just you know you got to rely on somebody. Listen, I got to get the music down while I direct this film. I'll get my brother in done. Well, I appreciate that. Many of the theme songs that you hear on this show, my son helped me uh, record and played instruments and sang on. So right. yeah, I get it. It's less nepotism and more you're in the room. <laughs> I need this dud. So we just met our love interest, okay? And you see, this film is poor, and one of the reasons it's poor is it has so many different tones. Like, when you first start watching it, you think it ought to be a National Lampoon with all of its, like, uh, which, outrageous... Which, how many medical uh, uh, work comedies have we seen, especially under the National Lampoon band? I mean, the first one, I think, is RoboDoc. Was that a National Lampoon? Because that's yes. a good example. And that was Canadian. That had Alan, Alan Thicke in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it did. Right. That was the movie we watched that had Michael Winslow, and he did not do one sound effect. Oh, there's my Barbie. Boing! Now, when I first started watching this thing without any research, I saw Dave Thomas at the beginning, and I thought of that movie, RoboCop. I was like, oh, here's his cameo, and then he's walking away. Dan Aykroyd's in this film. Let's see how low these guys' careers have sunk. But no, not at all. Dave Thomas made this movie. He's proud of this movie. He toured Canada promoting this movie. Wow. Unfortunately, it was a box office failure. It seems like a good product. I mean, it no, has comedy. No. No, no Mike. It is not I know good. This. I know this for a fact, Carl. I love Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas, not only uh, – he wrote a book, like a big coffee table book, and I had to leave it when I moved to San Francisco. I left it on the sidewalk. SCTV, and it just broke down. It was an oral. He just talked about the background and the history of the show and, and mm -hmm. how they all met and beforehand. Like they were making fun of NBC executives. You know how they would parody and, and dress up and satirize yeah. current. One guy, Dave Thomas, did was this red haired lumberjack was a parody of the NBC executive that was meddling in their show. During oh. <laughs> so, I mean, it was funny stuff. So I really like this guy, and uh, sometimes when they direct, like Eugene Levy directed a film with Belzer, and it was really bad, and you don't hear about it much. But it's so when they hear they directed a movie, I want to see it. He co-directed with Rick Moranis, Strange Brew, the greatest film yes. ever. Yeah. It is a great film. No, Dave Thomas is a very talented individual. He is hilarious. He makes you laugh. This movie is a misfire. And the only Where's guy the who Barbie doesn't know it is Dave Can Thomas. Can I get my Barbie doll back at least? <laughs> That's a good example. Like, you see the Barbie doll up his ass and like, oh, I know this comedy. But then it's going to go on to do serious medical drama. It's going to go on to do love interest story. It's going to do disgusting, like, poop things and human organ things, really gross things. The tone of this film is all over the place. Which is crazy because it's really drab and pedestrian it's just corridors i mean granted it's a medical hospital where they make fun of well you know not fun but they're, they're all props these guys well just we're not the listening Barbie to any of it i mean you're seeing the visual of corridors but i mean there's lots of jokes going on but it's yeah but it's not there's no pop to it i mean i i watched a couple minutes of this i grant you 
Oh, here we go.